0: Wilson Fisk shows his true face by removing a Russian gangster. Today I'm talking about one villainous scene when Kingpin cracks from Daredevil. This is Scott's Unindulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about uh, one of my favorite scenes, the character-defining scenes from the uh, Netflix... Adaptation of Daredevil, which I thought uh, especially that first season is very good So I wanted to get into what made Wilson Fisk so interesting what made this scene in particular so interesting And this is along the same lines as the Invisible Man episode where it is, you know Kind of what makes a villain great or what makes them interesting and compelling so one villainous scene as it's being called so without further ado Let's get started So I couldn't help myself Because I thought of this scene after I thought of the Invisible Man scene, and it's just so brutal and such a perfect encapsulation of this character that I had to talk about it. Also because I've been rewatching some old Marvel shows, and the first season of Daredevil is still very good. So let's dig into what I think is still the best Kingpin moment in the whole show. The door scene. The scene occurs in Daredevil's first season, in episode 4, as our favorite blind martial artist tries to track down who Wilson Fisk is and save his personal nurse Claire from Russian gangsters. Since said gangsters were already in Fisk's bad graces and just got a lucrative offer to be bought out, they agree to get while the getting is good, and the elder <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Rankishov brother, Anatoly, goes to tell Fisk personally. Unfortunately, Anatoly arrives in the middle of a romantic dinner between Fisk and Vanessa, which forces Fisk to abandon the date and send Vanessa home. As Anatoly attempts to apologize and accept the offer, Fisk is too overcome with rage to listen and smashes Anatoly's head in a car door until it doesn't exist anymore and tells his best boy Wesley to send the body to the younger Rankyshoff brother, Vladimir. So why does this scene work? This is one of those scenes that you don't forget. The Daredevil show had already promised an edgier side to Marvel Entertainment with cursing and blood, but this was a completely different ballgame. Daredevil's been slashed up and spit up blood multiple times, but this is a horror movie level execution. And I'm glad it came at the end of the episode because it had me sitting in shock for the next 10 minutes. But it goes beyond shock value. For me, this is the moment we see who Wilson Fisk really is, versus who he pretends to be, and bolsters his villainous presence. For the first three episodes, Fisk is like a mastermind-esque villain. He's very calculating, uses proxies instead of getting his hands dirty, and corrupts people via money or blackmail. He ended the first episode by ordering that a young boy be kidnapped as bait for Daredevil, and an assassin almost on Daredevil's Level ended his own life after giving up Fisk's name. People are afraid of what this man can do. Fisk's initial appearance and performance from Vincent D'Onofrio only adds to his mystique. He dresses in tailor suits, barely speaks, and when he does, it's very slowly and deliberately with a semi raspy voice. It's intimidating and off putting. So when Anatoly arrives and interrupts a date with Vanessa to take his offer and admit his failure, we know the end result is probably going to be bad. So far, this man has been happy to take out anyone he sees as a liability, and Anatoly is no different. And just to twist the knife, there's the irony that Anatoly arrived in person because he thought it would be more respectful than a phone call. This sign of respect is actually his death warrant, but not how you'd expect. The car scene with Anatoly and Fisk plays out a lot like uh, the audience knows this guy is dead, but the audience gets to sit in that knowledge for a while while the bad guy figures out how he wants to do it or gets to the kill spot scene. Based on what we've seen to this point, we're expecting a prompt stop followed by a body of water and a shift gunshot, swift gunshot to the head from somebody else's gun for Anatoly. What we s- get instead is an explosion of rage. For the first time, Fisk raises his voice and gets his hands dirty as he pounds Anatoly's body as he screams, HOW YOU EMBARRASS ME IN FRONT OF VANESSA! Not only is this a powerful physical display from Fisk, but it fills in so many gaps about why he talks the way he does and how he thinks. He talks with that level of restraint because he's always a hair's breadth away from snapping. He's trying to maintain a facade as a functional human being or someone who's in control. You quickly recognize his tone is the same as someone who's trying to keep from screaming or is constantly pushing down anger. It also points out what Fisk really is. Despite his complicated criminal network, Fisk is an angry little boy who doesn't want to be told no, who wants everything his way, who will freak out if anything isn't exactly as he asked. As we find out later, he's still the angry young man who killed his father in a rage. That anger never faded, and that actually makes him more terrifying. It's one thing if you're dealing with an amoral, smart-as-hell opponent. You need to tiptoe around them and strike where they least expect it. But knowing that Fisk is volatile and violent is a whole other ballgame. It adds a layer of unpredictability and risk to everything the heroes want to do to stop him. Because even if he's laying a trap for somebody, he may as well just say fuck you and try to take your head off. Because in that moment, he hates you. It's also his weakness. But if Ben and Karen go to visit his... Fisk's mother, yeah that's not good. If someone threatens to spoil date night, again, that might be worse. It's this irrational level of anger, combined with his inhuman calculation, that makes him so imposing. We were already scared of Kingpin before this scene, but after this, after he beheads a man for making a first date go sideways, and then sending the beheaded body to his brother while blaming it on Daredevil, we're terrified. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.